Hello, hello, JJ DeGeronimo here, and today I am with Sarah Poet. Her story is familiar to many women I interview, but also extraordinary in her own way. And I'm super excited to share some of her journey with you. I'll be attaching one of her TEDx in the comments, so check that out for sure. But Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. It is so great to have you here and just everything you talk about resonates with me. And I know it's going to resonate with so many of the women listening to the podcast and the men too. So tell me a little bit about what an earth grid is, because I know that's our topic and we're going to talk about energies, but I want to just jump right into what an earth grid is. Yeah. So this was an aspect of my own awakening path, my own, what I call sacred remembrance, right? Like we are all Mm. awakening to the truth of who we are. And so I had already left my career. I was like years into this masculine feminine reunification pathway. And that was the work that I did. And then I started to have a land awakening. Like I was learning from the land itself. And so earth grids are energy currents that run through the land. And I would say that there's like positive currents and negative currents. And the more we are tuned into the positive currents, the more positive energy flows. It's kind of like going to get acupuncture and, you know, they, they put the needle in the point of like the meridian and then the energy flows through that line. The same is true for like earth grids and ley lines that, um, there's like a, a resurgence, like a resurrection of these positive earth grids happening on the planet. You and I have something to do with that. That's the fun part. I have a friend who said, you know what, we're like the acupuncture needle in the earth grid. And that's true because our energy architecture and the architecture of these earth grids actually pairs up. Like we're, we're all healing in tandem with the earth. I love that. And it's not surprising, but I need to get more into this. I'm such a like curious soul. So it's energy that's flowing in the earth. So underneath the ground, there's energy that flows. And is it associated? Is it like more energy in in different places or is it equalized across the planet? Well, I would think that it would be more in certain places, you know, like we have these historic sacred sites, you know, we have these places where like a lot of energy converges Um, And so that would probably be, you know, those areas of high energy, high impact on the planet. People have been attracted to them for a long time. And I'll say like beings of light have been attracted to them for a long time. And then like moths to the flame, sometimes like the negative interests are also um, attracted to those like really high power places. I love that. And I believe that the resort that we're building in Vermilion, Ohio, is one of these high energy places. It's filled with pyramids and it's around the water and there's so much going, so much energy. I've had so many light workers out there that have said, wow, the power here is crazy. Yeah. So when you talk about earth grids, like how did you even know about this? How did you get, like, how did this come into your awareness? Yeah, well, I started channeling about it. I started remembering Um, you know, because this really is all ancient knowledge. Like I think that my soul probably was like an ancient Templar, you know, among other things. And so I spent some lifetimes with these like geomantic structures of the earth. And I want to say that there's plenty about this that I just don't know, you know, like this was really this intuitive kind of remembrance journey. 
So I had moved to a piece of land in a county. I live in um, Asheville, North Carolina, huge positive place on the earth, right? And I had moved um, kind of outside of Asheville to this other county. And I had had a sense that I was going to live there at some point for like 15 years. I was like making my way to this county. You know, it was like always written, I think, in the soul curriculum that I would be there at some point. And so I, um, I, I actually was dating this man and I um, ended up moving in with him. My child and I moved in with him. And from the moment that I started going to visit this land, like I would get these intuitions, like something, you know, would tell me, take um, like rocks or quartz crystals and and uh, put them in the four directions around the house. And another time that I went on the land, it was like, put your feet on the soil and say the words, I am here. Like you have to do this. And I was like, okay, we have some kind of contract, you know? So when I moved in, um, long story short, there was this land use issue that was happening on an adjacent property. And the land use issue was like a public and political concern. And so everyone around was fighting this from this like environmental angle and this political angle. And I started to hear from the land that it had to do with you know, kind of like a, an energy fight over the land, like who would access the land? Would it be the good or the evil, essentially, was the question. And then I started to see these lines of energy through the property um, and the, how they hooked up to the adjacent property. And on this property, there were like big quartz rocks, like big quartz um not necessarily like little crystals, but like big quartz pieces that are crystals that would like come up and you know, just popping out of the soil everywhere. And I was instructed to begin to like make lines with them, like set a grid, if you will. And so I just started listening. Like I, I was listening to how these rocks wanted to be formulated. And I was listening to like what the story of you know, the 3D, there's this fight over land use. It was like, what it was really about was coming through in my meditations. Mm-hmm. And then that there was also beautiful. this, like, there's this sacred portal. Like there was this sacred portal right there in between the two properties. And um, that was a, a huge, huge, like opportunity for me. I mean, I wasn't there long because the relationship fell apart due to all of this. <laughs> Due to all of this, like energy, um, you know, so much energy, and so like the the relationship wasn't stabilizing. But I was able to spend time with this um, portal that really gave me a lot of um, information. Actually, gave me a download called Heartland um, because I was like really depleted. I was really struggling as a woman and especially like moving there and then having to move again and him changing his mind after this relationship. It was like, why is this happening to women? Like, why am I so tired? Why when I'm devoting my life to like women's awakening and helping the planet, am I feeling attacked? Like, what is this all about? And so I actually had this vision and experience where just hundreds, if not thousands of grandmothers from like 
you know, everything from like star beings to ancestral grandmothers who had lived on the land, like everything just, they came forward and they just wept. They wept like with me and they said, we know that the feminine is depleted. Like we, we know we get it. We've been living it. And, um, they gave me this, you know, (laughs) I'm going to call it a codex called Heartland. And they said, you know, this is what it's called and you're going to bring it forward and you're going to tell other women about this. Um, And so that was kind of like an unbelievably special moment in my life. And I started hosting Heartland groups and I started talking about it, but it was like, just because I had the information didn't mean that this all took care of itself in my own life. (laughs) And so I've definitely been living the journey of each of these codes, I'll call them, and just completed a really big portion around, um, you know, family and ancestry that uh, tripped me up for a while, you know, but it's like, we want to bring this planet from like an old paradigm into a new paradigm. And the truth is like, this has a lot to do with the earth grids and a lot to do with like the structures that hold us. Um, And so I've just continued to like live the remembrance in my life um, all the time, (laughs) every single day, you know? This is, yeah. I mean, this is magical. This is magical to me. Like, I feel this at such a deep level. I mean, not only my heart, but like my root chakra and even the bottom of my feet. Yes. Good. Yes. Yes. Is, and it's so funny because when I started really these conversations, I've been doing conversations for women in business for a long time, but my own shift happened, started happening back in 2012, really shifted in 2016. And then around 2019, I shifted again. And uh, it is all about, bringing the women's knowing, the feminine knowing, we all have masculine feminine, as you talk about in your TED talk, uh, but bringing the feminine knowing, which I think is rooted in the earth plane. Yeah, well, I would say yes. And, you know, it's like throughout, like everything in existence is feminine and masculine. And, you know, we've been kind of associating feminine with earth for a long time. And I'm not necessarily talking about that. Like anyone listening, you know, I'm not talking about like just your ordinary, like hippy dippy feminine connection to the earth. It's, it's really like, um, well, I want to, I'll go a layer deeper into this like feminine connection with the earth. And this is, you know, some of the stuff is really far out there. So thanks for letting us have a far out conversation on your podcast. Okay. Um, so with the feminine depletion, you know, like we live in this system, it's been called patriarchy. There's a lot of like power and domination confusion. And it's like, I started asking myself questions about six years ago, like, why does this even exist? Like, why do we live in this paradigm? How did this structure of consciousness even take hold? Like, why does the planet believe what it believes, you know? And just really started to ask some really big questions, which led to some really big kind of far out answers. And so the thing about the earth grids is that, you know, you know, JJ, how like women are so tired. You know how 
Um, like we fought to the, to get to the top of corporate positions, but now we're like volunteering for committees and not getting paid for it. And we're still tired. It's like, oh my gosh, I wake up and I'm still tired as a woman. And it's like this, what the heck? Well, there were actually these energetic structures to divert feminine energy into what I'm going to call like negative spaces in the earth, like negative earth grids, you could call them negative networks, like used for harm. And so it's a siphoning network. It was like, oh, what is the most powerful energy ever on the planet? It's the feminine because the feminine is creation and it's womb energy. And so we have this power domination system that depletes us and our energy, but where is that energy going? It actually goes to fuel a false matrix, which when we awaken to, we can get out of, right? Like, oh, my energy was diverted. And this is what I was personally experiencing as well. And part of like my soul's incarnation into a really difficult lineage to discover these things so that I can talk about them and teach other women. But, you know, when we awaken to this, it's like, oh, I don't want my energy going there anymore. I want my energy to come back and to fuel organic creation, like good, <laughs> positive creation. And, um, yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? I mean, how do you get out of that grid? Because I am resonating with you, not only in my own experience, but so many of the women that are going to be joining me, even in a week and a half, are having a retreat, a vision retreat. And I feel like so many of them are, have maybe one foot into the new grid and one foot in the old grid. Yeah. I do want to say that I think this is pretty new information, right? I think that this is like a new wave of feminine awakening on the planet, which is really exciting that we're having even this conversation right now. Because two, three years ago, as I was realizing this, I didn't know how to have this conversation. It was like too weird, (laughs) you know, um, to, to be having. And so how do we get out of it? Well, it's a process. And the number one thing that we can do is to claim our energy sovereignty and to reconnect to source energetics. So there's a lot of energetics that are less than love, you could say. Another way that I'll describe this is, um, you know, we live in a 3D world and you'll hear people talk about 4D, 5D spiritual ascension, right? But like, Unity happens at 12D. And we as humans like aren't gonna really hang out very often in 12D, but there's this, you know, because we're still in human form, like 12D and beyond is like, you know, spiritual like unity. And so there's actually an energy architecture that I see, like when I go into client sessions, um, I see for the person, but same as there's this ley line architecture in the earth, the positive ley line architecture in the earth is organized in a certain way. And when our soul is actually connected to our body and connected to our source energy, there's actually an architecture. Like it looks like um, 
it's it's a 12 grid tree of life, not a 10 grid tree of life, like some religion has told us. It's a 12 tree. And so that architecture, like we rehabilitate that and that kind of like magnetizes in the planet um, so that we like start to run more and more and more of that source current, like the positive current. But for any woman listening, it's like claiming the sovereignty of your energy and just claim it in the name of unity every single day, morning and night, just claim it, you know, and like start there. Um, And that can have a big impact because our words, you know, do create. And so it's like, my energy is my own. I decide to connect to source intelligence. And you could even say the positive grids. And I want to know more. And that's how I'm aligning my life, you know, and then it's like, okay, and certain energies are going to be like, oh, dang, she's on to us. I can't hang out here anymore. You know, the more we rehabilitate this um, like golden architecture of unity in our lives. Mm, I'm going to repeat that again, because I think it's a good mantra when you wake up, like I claim my own energy. I am aligned with the matrix of the highest love and light. You can call that whatever you may. I would I call, call it the, um, the organic living light matrix. Right? Oh, I love it. The organic living light matrix. So I am part of the organic living light matrix. And this is how I choose to lead each day and every day. Yeah. I love right. That. Show me the because, way. Yeah. yeah. There's this architecture of creation, right? Like this organic architecture is of creation. It's the way creation was built. These other forces came in and distorted that architecture, diverted it. You know, I've actually seen tunnels in women's energy field, especially from their root, you know, like tunnel, tunnels of energy set up to take their energy out of them and put them in these other places, right? And so that is a false architecture. That's not organic. That's not of God. It's not of creation. It's false. And a lot of the consciousness, a lot of the like planetary consciousness that we have stood on for thousands of years on this planet has been false consciousness. You know, like power dynamics are false consciousness. It's not, Mm. it's not organic. It's not like thriving life. It's not actual truth. It makes a ton of sense. And you know, the work that I did prior to this work, I did a lot of research on why women are sort of sitting outside of the pool, looking in or sitting on the edge, thinking about going in. And a lot of it comes back to this self-doubt and fear that was created and held onto from decades ago, which is, you know, kind of a similar concept of the tubing, because like your second grade teacher could have said something to you, your second, you know, maybe a babysitter, your first job. And like we, that, that is holding us in a place of standstill. Yeah. Yeah. And it was meant to, like, there was a consciousness at play where like it was meant to. And um, there's something called bi-wave consciousness and then tri-wave consciousness. And bi-wave is like an either or, and it's the consciousness that we've been in on this planet. So it's like, I either have power or I don't have power. I either have what I need or I don't have what I need. And if we track our thoughts and the way we live, so much of the consciousness that operates our lives is actually this bi-wave. Like, 
am I okay or am I not okay? Right. And so that is one of these consciousness, like energetic traps. And it is, um, the, the opposite of unity, you know? So then a tri-wave frequency is what we're resurrecting on the planet. And as we resurrect this planetary architecture and our light body architecture, coming back into our heart, you know, coming back into union in our heart, because feminine and masculine is related to all of this. It's like what makes up everything. So, you know, we come back to union on all levels and then we start to like spiral from the heart, like, um, the, the, the geometry changes, um, like what organizes and operates our life actually changes. And then like, this is like true abundance. This is true love. This is like the actualization of a new earth is through these kinds of energetic principles, not just like so oftentimes when we're in the false matrix and we're experiencing a bywave, like, Oh, I want to be abundant, but I'm not feeling abundant. We, we have ideas that kind of connect to this new earth or we're like, how do we get there? You know? And I think that's a really beautiful question because our asking it will show us the way, right? It's like no shame in not knowing, but it's, um, you know, all the time as I come to like really embody something or like really experience a new like spiral energy in my heart space, it's like, oh, I had an idea about this for years, you know, but now I'm like starting to feel it like really coming through. Um, and so like, really, this is how we do change the energetics of the planet. It's like, you know, the new earth doesn't just like arrive, <laughs> you know, like we are it. Um, and, and through our own remembrance, like we activate, um, you know, on our path, we just keep on our path. This is so powerful. And I'm just so honored to be having this conversation with you. And for those that it's resonating with, I hope you look below and check out Sarah Poet's website and see all the work she's doing with community and on one-on-ones and even couples. But before we we part ways, like I'd love to just bridge the concepts we've been talking about, earth grids and feminine energy. And if you want to circulate the masculine too, that's great. But like mm-hmm. how how does the earth grid and the feminine energy, how does this all interconnect on the healing journey? The healing journey. Yeah. The healing journey. Well, I think we covered some of this, but I'll add, you know, just claiming our energy back. It's like I experienced for so long, like not really knowing why I was so depleted or like not knowing why if I'm on this healing journey and I'd, I mean, I had left my career, I had established my, you know, coaching healing practice. And it was like, I still wasn't like thriving. And it was that, that why, um, And that also brought me to, I'll I'll just kind of mention this and I have a whole body of work around this and also a free ebook, but, um, you know, it was like, well, what are our feminine resources? What are the resources that are so powerful that the world wants us to give them away and just keep giving them away and like give them away for free, right? Because feminine energy has been expected for free. Right. So it was like not economically valued, which put us into more depletion. 
Um, and I started to track like what, oh, the world wants my feminine energy. It wants it, but it's not replenishing it. It's not really truly valuing it. And so as a woman, I say that we have eight categories of resources. I haven't written the book yet. I'm open to people making their own categories. I don't know that there's a definitive eight, but I like the eight because it's also an infinity, right? But I'll just say what they are as we wrap up because like these are our resources. Everything outside of us, like money or if we have a house or a land and things like that, like that's still outside of ourselves, right? But the feminine has like we have our time in a day, we have our life force energy, we have our womb energy, that creational energy, um, we have our bodies, sexual energy, I would say, is womb also, and we have like our wisdom, our gnosis, right? We have our attention and our mental power, and we have our emotional energy, we have our love, and so. That when I started to lay that out and say, okay, these are my feminine resources. This is what I've got. Like any given day, this is what I've got. Where do I choose to allocate those? And if anything is trying to snatch those, visible or invisible, then I need to get clear about what does get those, you know, that energy store that I have. And if I'm low in a certain area, then I want to be, you know, bolstering, like, you know, maybe it's physical bolstering, maybe it's emotional bolstering. Maybe I'm bolstering from, we didn't even get here today, because, but what Heartland showed is like, we have to source from more than just like our bodies, like we can source from the land, we can source from source energy. And then there's, you know, there's the auroras, there's like all of these other, you know, energies that want to support us at this time so that we can do this thing of planetary ascension, but we can't do it if we're super depleted, you know? And so I hope that answers your question. It's like, know what your energy is and then make sure it's sovereign. So I would say like, this is so interesting to me and I hope we can continue this conversation and I hope that I can have you up at Waterwood where we can walk the land because there is no doubt in my mind that that is an earth grid. And I think for anybody out there, just finding space in nature that infuses you with energy. For me, that's often by water, but I also have other selective sites I can go to and just literally stand and pull the energy up through my feet chakra all the way up as I let the light in from above. And I feel like that has been such a gift to me because wherever I am, I can just fill myself up. And I do think that for many of us, it's just finding tools and techniques that allow us to do that. Yes. And many of us do have like soul contracts with certain pieces or pieces of land or places. And so no doubt you have a soul contract with where you're building your retreat center. And we can actually do readings to communicate between you and the land or anyone in, in their like their land and their place. I did a reading with a woman who was like torn between moving to two places, but she felt equally belonging to each place. And that was because she had ancestry in both places. And like there were messages, you know, from the earth to her in both places. And it was actually super important that she connect both places 
because in connecting both places, she was doing her own, we call it grid work. It's like the work that we do with the earth to connect the points on the grid. Crazy powerful, crazy powerful. Well, Sarah, I hope many listeners reach out to you at your website that's below. And I look forward to connecting again. Thank you so much for joining us at Together We Seek. Thank you. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there. Thank you.